I'm Jennifer Koshenka with your Money Now. The amount of money you drop on subscriptions may be much more than you realize. A market research firm has determined 54% of us underestimate how much we're spending on monthly subscriptions by at least $100. For 24%, the difference was $200 or more. On average, consumers spend $133 a month more than estimated. The top subscription sappers, plans for cell phones, internet, streaming services, and Amazon Prime. Google says a launch event for the latest edition of its Pixel smartphone and its first ever smartwatch will take place early next month. The event on October 6th will introduce a new lineup of devices including the Pixel 7, Pixel 7 Pro and the Pixel Watch. A new Southwest Airlines promotion will let travelers pick someone to fly free within the first few months of 2023. On Wall Street, the Dow Industrials up 269, NASDAQ up 110, S&P 500 up 36. That's your Money Now. Every year, Steve Faircal climbs the stairs at the John Hancock Center in Chicago, 94 floors to the top. It's called the hustle up the Hancock. It's hard to believe when you watch Steve today that a few years ago, his lungs were failing and he was fighting to survive. For eight hours a day, someone was pounding on my chest to try and keep my lungs clear. I honestly don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received the gift of life, a double lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. After I got my new lungs, I started doing things that I had never been able to do. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. Steve climbs to honor his donor and to raise awareness for organ, eye, and tissue donation. Wouldn't you like that when you left this beautiful planet, that you could save a few lives on your way out? It's an incredible gift. Imagine what you could make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4. How many times do you find yourself saying, one day, about a goal that you had, you know, one day I'm going to be in a career I like. One day I won't have to battle anxiety anymore. One day I'll buy a house. One day I'll be out of debt. Stop waiting around on your one day. You've got to do something about causing it to happen. You have to turn dreams into goals, and goals are basically vision with work clothes on. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Gross and Schuster. Listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel, I'm Jenna Barr. Joining me now on the phone is Terrence A. Gross with Gross and Schuster. Good morning, Terrence. Good morning. Glad to be here as usual. And again, if people want to call in or text you, how can they do that? Please text or call this morning if you have a question on the subject or you would like to ask another question. 850. 850- 437-1620. That's 437-1620 for the Pensacola Expert Panel. Okay, well, good. And, of course, I come with uh, the usual pre-planned uh, topic. And I want to get back to something we've talked about, but just to go deeper. And it really is to the public. You know, if you're in a car wreck or a friend of yours in a car wreck or a relative, how do you pick out? A personal injury lawyer. I mean, there's so many advertising, TV, billboards, and all that. And I, my first inclination is, 
anybody could fill up a billboard. Anybody could have a TV ad. And what really tickles me is is the uh, one big firm that's blown in here. They're a South Florida firm. They've blown in here. Nobody knew about them several years ago. And they're all over the TV and the billboards. And they and they're advertising, you know, that they don't get anything unless you win. Well, duh. First of all, what have you been living under a rock or what? That's every personal jeweler. That's no new deal. That's nothing new to us uh, whatsoever. Every personal injury lawyer works on a contingency fee, and the contingency fee is the poor person's key to the courthouse. And, yes, if if you get nothing, a lawyer gets nothing. That's every lawyer. So it's not like they're offering something new and different. That's just the contingency fee. In fact, in 1986, we were all regulated. So every lawyer, whether they're good, they're bad, they're old, they're young, the fees are usually one-third if you – if you settle the case with no lawsuit, and 40% if you get into a lawsuit, that's every law firm. We're strictly regulated. So this whole thing, oh, we don't get, you know, and, and it's all over the billboards like it's some special, you know, free thing. Well, it's nothing special. It's it's what everybody does. So uh, that would certainly not be a reason to pick somebody. Uh, there is another billboard lawyer out there. He's not even licensed in Florida. So I would say before you pick a lawyer, wouldn't you want to know, A, are they even licensed in the state of Florida? And even the people you see, are is that going to be your lawyer? So you're not going to see either of these billboard lawyers that we're talking about. You're not going to meet either one uh, and never see them. So you end up with somebody you've never heard of. Um, so I, I think in this day and age, you know, in the old days, 15 years ago, I'd be telling you, look in the phone book, whatever. But now we have Google. And I would think, go to the reviews. I would Google the law firm or the lawyer in mine and start reading the reviews. And the reviews are, are very telling. And, and in some of these mass advertisers, some of their reviews are, are eye-openers. You know, you see reviews of some of these big firms that we just talked about. And they'll start. And the people start saying, "Well, uh, I, I was with them for two years. I never even met my lawyer." I'm thinking, "What? You, in our law firm, you meet the lawyer at the first appointment. I mean, that's the person that you're going to use. You hopefully meet them face to face, and and they're the lawyers trying to figure out. Well, uh, I wonder if I should take the case. And meanwhile, you should be thinking, "I wonder if I should use this lawyer." So it's a two way street you're kind of almost like dating you're trying to you know, figure things out is the lawyer knowledgeable is he honest is he open you can even ask him are you going to be my lawyer and that's a fair question uh so i, I think googling uh and, and doing reviews which we never could do before but i think looking at the reviews and you'll see and then where there's smoke there's fire so if you see a lot of negative complaints about a certain law firm, well, then, then, you know, buyer beware, caveat emptor. But with us, I'm proud to say, if you look on Google, we're a five-star rating. And on our, our reviews are real people, uh, clients that have used us and, and have uh, been thoughtful enough to leave a review. So that's not a bad thing. Also, going to the webpage, you can learn a lot about a law firm by looking at their webpage. I really believe this. And and, 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 and without being, you know, a, a lawyer yourself, 
And there are some lawyers, they, they brag about, you know, million-dollar verdicts and $300,000 settlements and, and all these things. And, of course, we have those. We just don't brag about them, not even on our website. You're not going to see any of that. But uh, to give people a real good clue, because uh, this is Terrence Gross, and I've been a lawyer for 43 years. I got my three sons in with me, my two sons and son-in-law. And um, we're just a family law firm, but if you, and you'll see different denominators in there. So one of the biggest goals any type of personal injury lawyer in Florida can achieve, probably the biggest carrot, the biggest goal or accolade that a lawyer could ever receive is being a board-certified civil trial lawyer. Personal injury cases are civil trials. They're not criminal, so it's called civil trial board certification. It is very hard to become board certified. There are over 100,000 lawyers in the state of Florida, and just a little over 2,000 are board certified civil trial lawyers. So let's say it's 2,500. It probably changes from day to day. But if it's 2,500, I would bet you half of those guys are insurance lawyers. So insurance defense lawyers, the people that represent all state, the people that represent State Farm and Nationwide and USAA, those lawyers are civil trial lawyers, but they only represent insurance companies. And yes, they could become board certified, and they do become board certified. So probably half of the 2,500 don't represent injured people. And then there is a percentage that are contract lawyers. I know a local lawyer in town that he advertises board certified, but all his trials have been, you know, for civil actions, but not personal injury, you know, collections, uh, corporate uh, condominium association lawsuits, those type. That is civil. So now we're probably down to only about a thousand in the whole state of Florida that are board certified personal injury lawyers representing plaintiffs. I'm one of them. So I'm one of maybe a thousand, give or take, depending on the exact numbers. But it's just a, a fraction of all the lawyers in the state of Florida. So I think that it's very hard to get. You have to have, fit, you have, to have 15 jury trials. You have to have two judges recommend you. You've got to have six lawyers, usually your opponents, uh, sign off and say that. You've got to go back down and take a, another bar exam, and it's very tedious. And uh, it's a very uh, intense uh, bar exam where you have to show proficiency in certain esoteric areas that the average practitioner probably just doesn't know much about, whether it's the proposal for settlement rule, whether it's the sovereign immunity law, the wrongful death act, the seatbelt defense, affirmative defenses, the collateral source rule, all these esoteric laws that only an experienced practitioner would have knowledge. So I'm very proud of that. I got board certified back in 1993. Um, and, and again, uh, in the Pensacola area, there's just a handful of us, I think, that are board certified. So I think that's a big deal, and someone may want to look at that. Uh, there's also an, the oldest uh, rating agency out there. It's been around for over 100 years, and it's called Martindale Hubble. Martindale Hubble, average person, I know you never heard of it. I understand that lawyers know about it. So when lawyers are picking lawyers, they go straight to Martindale Hubble. So a lawyer 
if I wanted to pick find a lawyer in Pinellas County or or anywhere, I want to know are they uh, rated by Martindale Hubble? Because Martindale Hubble is unusual in that the only way to get rated in Martindale Hubble is by other lawyers. You you are rated by fellow lawyers. They had to fill out a form. Do you know the lawyer? Yes, and then all these things. But the highest rating Martindale Hubble gives, it's called A-V. A is an Andrew. V is a Victor. A-V is the highest rating they give. And since 1993, I have been A-V rated by Martindale Hubble. Again, very few lawyers are, and, and you might want to look at that. Now, there are other organizations out there. There's one called Super Lawyers, and I am a super lawyer, so I'm like down to, to get down on super lawyers. So to be a super lawyer, I guess, is an accolade. I don't know the percentage. I, I think it's a much higher percentage, probably 20% or something like that, it seems, or super lawyers. I don't know the criteria. I'm, I'm glad I am one. I'm glad they've listed me as a super lawyer, but I did nothing. I didn't take an exam. Uh, I don't know how they came about. Uh, that designation. Um, so I'm a little more dubious about that, but still it's something, it's a positive, uh, I guess, uh, because probably, you know, there's probably 20% are super lawyers and 80% are not. So it must mean something. Um, but I'm just not sure of the criteria. Another organization, if you want to get into the weeds is it's a more, you know, one of these modern rating, uh, uh, authorities or agencies. It's called AVO. I don't even know what it stands for. A-V-V-O. A-V-V-O. And they rate lawyers 1 to 10. Proud to say that I'm a 10. So you can't get any higher than that. And I'm not sure what their criteria is either, but they, they've chosen me to be a 10, and I'm, I'm proud of it, and and so forth. So I think you can look at all these and put all these things together. You've heard me mention many times that I've been a lawyer for 43 years. Yes, I'm proud of that, but I would throw cold water even on that because I know I have fellow lawyers. There's plenty of people out there in this community, lawyers that I've known for at least 40 years that have been lawyers as long as me, maybe even longer. And some of them were never all-stars way back when, and they're certainly not all-stars now. So being a lawyer for 43 years, yeah, that's good. That's good, uh, but I think, you know, if there was a young lawyer that's been out three, four, five years that um, was just a go-getter and gung-ho and, and whatever, I, I may want to use that lawyer just so just, so just because somebody's been a lawyer a long time, it doesn't necessarily make them good. Hopefully they've learned something over that time, uh, and, and I've been to the school of hard knocks, so um, but I, I'm very proud of my sons, uh, and they've been, you know, not only with me for several years, but also the fact that um, you're just osmosis. You know, even my son-in-law, his dad went to law school at FSU two years behind me, and um, uh, was a board-certified trial lawyer out of Orlando. And just the osmosis, just growing up around that, I think makes uh, these young men wiser beyond their years. So um, these are just the things that I, I would uh, think the public should look at. In fact, I'll tell you a quick story. So I had a, uh, a um, young fella. I knew his dad very well from the radio business. And, 
In fact, uh, he used to work at your station, his dad did. And so this young man was injured in a very bad motorcycle accident up in Delaware. And Delaware's got a very short statute of limitations. And so I tried to handle the case down here, and it became very obvious to me that I was not going to be able to settle this thing without a lawsuit. And I'm not licensed in Delaware. I can't file a lawsuit in Delaware. So what did I do? I went to Google. And I Googled um, lawyers in that county. I wanted to get a lawyer in the county where the accident happened. Just not a Delaware lawyer, but in that county. Uh, And I came up with three that looked good on paper. After looking at them and see if they're AV rated and experienced, and then I reached out to all three, and I actually got them on the telephone and interviewed them and um, went with what I felt was the best one, and I, I picked the best one. I picked a really good guy that uh, ended up uh, doing a, a great job, got us a great result, uh, and we did some litigation up there, filed suit, did depositions, and eventually the insurance company did roll over and paid us what I feel is a very reasonable settlement. And, uh, you know, but again, I actually, as a consumer, I went to Google myself. I practiced what I preached and done that. I've done that before uh, as well, you know, because every now and then we do have to um, reach out to lawyers out of state. We handle a lot of Alabama cases. Um, uh, My son is licensed in Alabama, but sometimes we want an Alabama attorney that does, that's all they do. And then, then we, we have a group of Alabama lawyers that we um, use routinely. I have a great lawyer in Louisiana. Any accident that happens in Louisiana, I have a lawyer. Any accident happens in Mississippi, I got a great lawyer. I have a great lawyer or two in Georgia. Uh, we have one in Tennessee. So, because again, a lot a lot of our not only do people come down here to go on vacation, we get a lot of tourists that are, you know, from out of state that come here, but a lot of us do what? We take vacations too. And we may take a vacation in one of these other states, have an accident up there, then come home and treat here. Yes, we can represent you, but if you have to file a lawsuit, then we have to actually find another lawyer. And what happens? Uh, The lawyers split the same fee. So in other words, you don't have to pay two lawyer fees. The lawyers split the fee derived, you know, depending on what they agree to. It could be 50-50 or something else, but it's just between those two lawyers. But you get two lawyers for the price of one, so you're, you're not damaged. And then you've got a lawyer that knows the doctors here locally, so you've got the best of both worlds. You can have a – if all your treatments in Pensacola, it behooves you to have a lawyer that, that knows those doctors. And maybe, you know, at taking depositions, it's better to take a deposition of a doctor you know um, as from a lawyer as opposed to a strange doctor. That's always unnerving to me. Meanwhile, if, if you have to file suit, then we get a competent lawyer in that jurisdiction. So I, I think one of the biggest things uh, out there, the biggest takeaways, if, if you're thinking uh, about getting a personal injury lawyer, uh, besides calling all these numbers and the billboards and the TV ads, if you get them on the phone, I'd like to know, you know, who is going to be my lawyer? And I, I'll bet you it's a name you've never heard of. It's somebody, you know, it's some associate uh, because, uh, the, the, again, the Mr. Billboard out of Alabama, he's not even licensed in Florida, so you know 100% sure he ain't going to be a lawyer. And the one that's on the uh, 
TV ads and the billboards every night. Uh, he doesn't even practice law. He, he's, he's just a, he's the Barnum, I guess, of that law firm. He brings business in, but he doesn't practice. He'll never be your lawyer. Uh, so in our firm, we got four lawyers. It, it's me, and I take a large percentage, and then uh, my sons also have, have, have full practices too. I've noticed another thing that we do differently, Jenna, uh, that other law firms don't do. And I've noticed with these big firms, what they do is they hire paralegals. And, of course, we have paralegals. We have you know, probably 15. But the difference is what they do in these big firms are used to this big volume. They let the paralegals handle these cases pre-suit. So as the case is you know, building and, and whatever for a year or two, it's being handled primarily by a paralegal. She's making all these decisions and following the cases. The lawyers really don't get involved until there's a lawsuit. We don't do it that way. I would, I would roll over my grave if, 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 if my sons ever did that because what we do is we are hands-on. So if you retain me, I am your lawyer. I'm handling this case pre-suit. There's so many decisions to make. Do I do this? Do I do that? MRIs, doctors, whatever, specialists. And, and there's so many decisions uh, about what to do that can make a difference, a big difference two or three years later in the courtroom. And so I, I want my finger on the pulse of each case, and then I have to file suit. I know the case. By the time I file suit, I know my client. I know the case. I know the weaknesses. I know the strengths because I've lived it and breathed it for two or three years before I actually file a lawsuit. Uh, I think it's a tremendous advantage as opposed to just coming in cold and say, oh, we got to file suit and, you know, then maybe you meet the client for the first time and, and, and whatever. So I know I'm talking about a lot, but it's just, it just still, I just boggles my mind because there's so many good local lawyers. It's not just me. There's uh, plenty of very, very good local lawyers that probably just don't advertise that much. They don't have billboards and don't have TV ads and have just built the practices the old-fashioned way. And I'm not the Lone Ranger. Like I said, there's plenty of us, but we're not household names. People may not know us as well because we're not on the TV every night. We're not on the interstate on the billboard as you pass by uh, every day to go in to work. We've chosen not to do that, uh, but... And still, there are some very good lawyers. And I would just say, if you make a little bit of an effort, just a little more effort, and maybe Google, maybe read the reviews, I think you could come up uh, with a very good lawyer and then interview the person. And if you don't like what the lawyer says or just you're a little squeamish or something about your gut reaction's not good, well, get a second opinion. It's the same you would do in neurosurgery. If you have a neurosurgery, you just don't go to an ad and pick a neurosurgeon, would you? Of course not. And then you'd ask around and, and maybe get a, a second opinion or two. I see that we, as usual, are running out of time. Um, I appreciate you allowing me to be on the program. This is Terrence Gross. Uh, we do have five offices in the Panhandle, uh, Pensacola, Milton, Crestview, Fort Walton, and Navarre. We're always available for free consultations. We love meeting people. If you can't meet us, we could do it by Zoom. We could do a telephone conference, whatever floats your boat. And if you wish to call us, 850-434-3333 or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com.